for tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Natalie. And it definitely shouldn't have taken us this long to record the intro. So grab a snack and let's chat. Okay. Hi, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Episode 60? Yes. Maybe. Nope, it is. All right, cool. It's 60. Yay. Woo. So excited you guys are here. Happy day 3000 of quarantine if you're quarantined. Um, happy every other day to me because it is nothing has actually changed around here. Right. Drastically. Lucky duck. Um, I mean, kind of, but I also don't want to be exposed to COVID-19. So there's that. Um, cool. There are no quibbles over here. What about you? Nope. Nobody cares anymore to quibble us. Nope. Because they know what we say is fact. That's aggressive. I don't think it's necessary. They're like, they're like, those girls, they for sure know what they're talking about. Yeah, then they need to go back 59 episodes and see that we clearly don't. So there it is. I don't know. I think we do. I think we're getting better. That I will agree with. I think we are finally taking our brain babble and putting it into something more consistent if that makes sense so coming in clutch for you guys on m n s b l m n s b l yeah we need to come up with like a tribe name you know like that's all right well that's on you uh you do that you know how like let me know know like trent shelton has like the rehabbers and like justin bieber has believers still painful even though it's been accepted for so many years now but yes actually i mean justin bieber came back and all of his music is bomb so i do agree with that i hate to admit that because um i'm a low-key believer but his songs are super okay first of all you're like a low-key okay whenever baby came on (laughs) at the rise conference i've never seen somebody shoot up so fast and i was just like yeah i mean the song's like it's catchy but i wouldn't say like it slaps. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's, it's It slaps a little bit. Just a little bit. Not a whole lot, but like, I mean, he also wrote it when he was like 12. So, you know. It's like a bitch slap. Yeah. Like, like a baby slap. Like a little slap. But there's definitely other bangers out there. Like that one song I was trying to think of before we were recording. But anyways. Okay. Natalie tried to tell, tried to get me and Brian to help her figure out the song. And this is how she was telling us. Do, 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 boop, doop. And I'm like, I that's like the song. Why don't you just type go lady? I don't think that's what they actually say. That's what I'm interpreting. So it's definitely wrong, guys. She's never going to find this song. I'm going to find it. And when I find it, I'm going to just like blast your inbox with it. No, please do, so I can actually hear what it's supposed to sound like. <laughs> that's that's good. I'm gonna, that's I'm gonna good. stuff your inbox, just like I tried stuffing the ballot box. Which I wanted. I wanted to go on record. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this here in a second. But All right. yesterday was the first day that I wore something that was not sweatpants. I've officially stepped out of my Regina George. What'd you wear? I wore jeans. Haters. I wore jean okay. shorts all day long. And they were comfy AF. So jean shorts are different. 
They're jean shorts. I mean, they're still not considered loungewear. And if you, when you texted me loungewear jeans, I was just like, what? Allie, Allie sent, okay, so for anyone that doesn't know where this conversation is coming from, Allie sent me super cute photos that she took and she was modeling loungewear. Well, in addition to modeling the loungewear, she was wearing this super cute pair of jeans. And I didn't realize that loungewear was everything excluding the jeans. They look like a comfy pair of jeans. So I just assumed, like, they were loungeable. That's what I would wear. And then she totally... You would wear a bra and jeans around your house. Not a bra. I mean, I would wear a bra t-shirt and jeans. And they're comfortable. Like, those look like, those look like the kinds of jeans that you've, like worn so many times that they just feel like a shirt kind of jeans like they just look comfortable yeah no they're definitely more comfortable now that I'm like you know getting my fitness together yes. um getting my life together definitely way more comfortable now but I still would rather wear no pants versus wear jeans like if I had to pick between no pants and leggings I would still choose no pants all day every day uh-huh. I'm a no pants kind of gal no pants no problem uh-huh. Up and up and up in our house. The fact that Brian and I are wearing pants in this house right now is truly like just it's like seeing the Aurora Borealis. It's just like random. It's like seeing the Aurora Borealis. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. Like it's like no pants, no problems, yeah. household. That's that's goals right there. Yeah. And but like we always you know, I'm trying to wear slippers around the house because I have heavy feet. Like Hold on. I walk heavy. <laughs> We talk about these slippers. They're super cute, but every time I see that, I just think bunny rabbits on your feet. If I could have a bunny rabbit on my foot that was like easy to slip on and off, that wasn't like you had to stick your yeah. whole foot into it, yeah. you know, I would totally. They're um, super fluffy. Wear those. They're super. Fluffy. They are. Brian got me those. I love them. Actually, I love them. They look very comfortable. Um, I can't wear stuff like yeah. that because the dogs eat them, of course. But you know. Yeah, you have to teach your dogs not to chew on stuff. You can do what Brian did when Leo picked up his first shoe. Brian said that he threw the other shoe directly at Leo's head, and it, like, landed right between his eyes, and then he never picked up a shoe again. But you also, like, don't hit your dogs. I felt terrible. Don't even act like you hit your dogs, okay? Like, no, I do. I act. Okay, I get like, a firm, I'm, not, I'm not talking like a no, box no, on no. the nose. I get a firm hand every once in a while. The issue that I have with them is that they're mischievous when I don't see them. And there's two of them. So, but when you catch when them. I, being, when like, I do, I have a firm hand. I will be the first. On which one? Both of them. Because even though Maisie's an And, okay, what's a firm no. hand? And, like, where do you slap No, like, them? straight butt slap. Straight butt slap. No, no straight, that's listen, the problem. Straight butt and straight snout slap. I have a firm hand. I really, with them. Natalie, your firm <laughs> hand is like a broken wrist. There's no firmness there. Like, hear me out. Like, when my dog, when my dog dug a hole in the backyard, oh, God. my dad shoved my dog's face in the hole. What do you think they did with Brutus? Just was like, oh. You shoved his face in the wall? Yes. Yes. No, you weren't forceful enough. Or maybe he doesn't see you as the alpha and he sees Brandon as the alpha. And at 10 bucks, Brandon does not slap the dog. No, he does sometimes too. Like, oh my God, we saw like. Did he he shove Brutus's face in the wall? He didn't see 
Brutus when he initially when Brutus initially did. Actually, both times he didn't see what Brutus did in action. But <laughs> I think your dogs have to be scared of you. Um, like a little bit scared of you. And I feel like both Maisie and Brutus do not fear you and Brandon like at. It oh. depends on what it is. Like today, today I went into the living room. Here's the thing: it's when I'm not seeing them is when they're mischievous. And when you have two, it makes it hard to lead with a firm hand because I want to, you know, not discipline. You know, improperly discipline the one that's in the right. Who cares? It's sending a message to I both know, of them. Like, just hey, here. if you don't want to get slapped too. You better make sure this ding dong doesn't eat a hole oh, in the god. wall. Oh god, I can't even. I can't even talk about. It. I think it's an anxiety thing. I really do. Because so give him some I've, meds for it. Just pop him I've, a few pills. I've, god, is this the guy? Is this give him guy, like a Benadryl or something? We're gonna be. We're gonna be the parents that put a little bit of whiskey in the baby bottle, kind of thing. No, I will never put whiskey in the baby bottle. Like just a drop in their mouth, but like not there in the baby go. bottle. Like we're gonna be the whiskey parents. Yeah. No, I'm. I will. I for sure, like hit my kids. <laughs> if they're like an asshole, like I will just be like, push, push. don't talk to me like that and get out of my sight. With the hand. Oh my gosh. The hand and the hair flip and everything. The hand, honestly, like whatever hits them is what hits them. Mm. Like the chancla. My parents were kind of like that too. No, we don't do chancla. We don't. We do like the metal part. Oh my of god! The belt. Yes. Oh my god! You said that. St- we don't do chancla. Like, like that's such a Puerto Rican thing, right there. <laughs> like, no, no, no. As in, like, as in, like, that's 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 soft. That's soft. <laughs> All right. We don't do spoons. We don't do wooden spoons. We don't do footwear. We do metal parts of the belt. Mm. The belt. Hand slapping with the ring on your finger, mm-hmm. and you know it's really whatever's in your hand. That could potentially hurt you. Like my mom grew up, and whenever she was bad, the nuns at her school, Crack like them. she went to like a, um, um, they would take like the wooden rulers mm-hmm. and they would hit their the tops of their hands with like the metal mm-hmm. part of the ruler, and they would also make them kneel on top of bottle caps. Mm-hmm. That's old. So I'm that's like, old school. That ain't that ain't very Christian. That's old school right there. That's super old I school. It, I mean, my mom is not a spring chicken, but. I mean, like, yeah. So, I mean, my kids will get hit with, if they're bad, obviously I'm just going to go around town just hitting people. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, if they're bad, I have no problem in teaching my child a lesson and who's boss. My dad taught me real quick. Well, beautiful little segue here because this episode is already going, like, way off the deep end, but we're finding that little gold nugget to segue it because we are going... The segue queen. The segue queen will always find the nugget We are going off the deep end right now. But this is very relatable for our... Because parents want to kill their kids right yeah, now. Yeah, you guys. So, obviously, this is not... How's that going? It, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, this is not what we intended to start the episode with, but we're going to just go there because we know that a lot of our listeners are doing and wearing a lot of hats right now. So we just wanted to have a good old, my not-so-balanced life catch-up sesh on quarantine season and how that's going for everybody, but specifically us, because we are the hosts of the show. So, And it's all about us. So there we go. Um, but Allie, how is quarantine life going? It's quarantine and chill. As you said, it's day 3001 or 3000, whatever. 
How has it been? Yeah, I mean, it's been the same. Like, well, until recently. Um, Brian and I, like, literally nothing has changed except we both can't go to the grocery store. And probably Brian's happy about that because he, like, low-key hates going to the store. And he he enjoys spending time with me, I think. But I have to kind of bribe him to play Harry Potter while we're at the store. So he can, like, be there. So, really, you love your grocery grocery trips. I love a good grocery mm-hmm. trip. But, like, I'm also clingy. So, I like Brian to come with I me. I got you. Um, but, yeah, that's really the only thing that's – and we can't, obviously, like, see our friends. Yeah. That, that is sad. I mean, not that we, like, saw you often either because I, like – you know, you live out in BFE and <laughs> – I'm BFE. Just north of Orlando. It's far. It's north. I know. Natalie, okay, first of all, Natalie says she doesn't live far, but she literally did not want to drive 20 minutes to a grocery <laughs> store that ha- that was fully stocked. Oh, my god. Okay? It's the halfway point. She was like, that's like 45 minutes from my house. And I literally mapped – or like mapped Listen. Listen. Wow. I literally Google mapped it, and I was like, you're closer to it than no, I am. Hold on. 20-minute drive time radius. That's the standard of my quality of life now. If I can't get to something during the week in 20 minutes, I ain't going. So Yeah, but she's willing to go to a ratchet-ass, like, store to get ratchet. Like, okay, you're going to tell me that you're not going to, like, Winn-Dixie <laughs> in Longwood. I will go to Winn-Dixie in Longwood because that bitch is less than a mile away from the house. So, absolutely, I will. Absolutely. Brian goes into Winn-Dixie. I mean, I, I also don't like going into Walmart. Nothing against Walmart. Oh, no. I just can't do it with all no, those people. I can't. It's all these people. It's just too much well, for me. I mean, like, I think I think the thing that really like freaked me out a little bit, because we haven't, I mean, let me see, my company sent us all home to work from home a month ago. So I've been home working remotely for for a month now. Um, and probably the first week, you know, I was going out to the grocery store, no issue leading into week two, going into the grocery store, no issue around like two and a half weeks. We went into the grocery store together and that's when things were really starting to get out of control a little bit or the, the, the start of the craziness was really picking up. And I, I looked at Brandon, I was panicking. I was panicking in the grocery store because there was no concept of social distancing. There was no concept of people that were trying to be cautious by wearing gloves and, you know, protecting their hands and thinking that they're, you know, not contributing to the problem. What if, Which if you're wearing gloves, you're contributing to the problem. You need, you, you need to yeah, stop. Yeah. Yeah. You're majorly you're cross-contamination you're doing thing harm for yourself like you're literally touching everything and then touching your cell phone and then touching your purse and then touching everything and you're not sanitizing your gloves because that's stupid and then also if you're one of those fuckers that is throwing their gloves in the grass whenever you walk out of the grocery store you're the problem i'm you are covid you're the problem well yeah okay Yeah. yeah you Fuck yeah, up. like the fact that you can't throw it away in a trash can. Like, come on, people. Like, what we really like, we really need to get it together. Actually, for anyone that doesn't understand the whole cross contamination thing, there was a nurse that did a very good video. I think the video, since it's been published, has gone viral. That took 
basically paint and explained the uh, concept of cross-contamination with paint and what that really looks like from a visual standpoint. So if this is sounding crazy to you and you don't really believe like what we're saying is a thing, hopefully at this point you do. I mean, obviously we're not medical people, but like we both have healthcare backgrounds. But it's not difficult to understand. No, it's not. Like, it's not difficult to understand. And like, it's not difficult to adapt to either. And I think for us, I think what's been the biggest challenge with this whole thing is that our society in comparison to a lot of other uh, cultures overseas is not willing to compromise when they want something. So we're not used to having uh, martial law, if you will. And we don't even really have it right now. Like the Italy... No. We have, we have Italy, China, all of those countries have been put down on lockdown. We've relaxed with that. Um, and, and, you know, our culture, our society is not willing to fall in line. And that's why this issue has been so much worse um, for us to deal with. Because we have people that are like, oh, well, I have my rights and all this different stuff. Yeah, you do. But you need to stop being selfish for a few minutes. You know, like no, this you is- you should just stop being a dumbass. That's Thank really you. what it comes down to. You, you stop being a dumbass because you want the freedom, right, that you're so, like, desperately seeking. But I need you to freely stay the fuck in your house so then we can all leave our houses. And, yeah. like, people that work in healthcare, people that are still working, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you work in healthcare or not. Like, people that are still working, mm-hmm. like, they want to be free of, like, not being yeah. scared mm-hmm. to leave their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of people don't do that. All I hear, it's gotten better, but all I hear now is people complaining that they're home, that they're bored, that they're, like, nothing to do, or, you know, they're, like, it's, like, seriously, do you do you want to be leaving your house and potentially getting COVID-19? No, you don't, because the second you get it, you're going to bitch about that, too. Yeah, but people don't see it that way. They, they don't see it that way. They think that the prop, they think that they're immune to the problem. That's really what it comes down to. And honestly, you know, the lack of information that is truth, right? Because this is a constantly evolving situation. We don't know anything about this. We're learning as we go along. Um, right. You know, for the, the lack of information out there is making people skeptical of what they should believe and even more resistant to agreeing to what is out there, if that makes sense. For sure. I mean, like, <clears throat> yes, the numbers are all going to be skewed. Totally right? skewed. The numbers are all just know it's not good. Yeah. Whatever not good looks like for you, just know that it is not yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, the best thing you can do. Is wash those nasty ass hands of yours. Which you should have been doing it originally. And, and people are like, my hands are so dry. And I'm like, were you just not washing your hands before? Mm. Mm. Like, ew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just make sure things are clean. Like when you, if you are going to like the grocery store, like make sure you're wearing your mask. You don't need to be wearing gloves. Just wear a mask or a shirt or like a headband. Honestly, anything that covers your mouth and nose is is the best that you can do, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and just stop worrying about it. Like, honestly, like, it sounds so simple, but you stressing about it is going to make things a lot worse. Well, I, so if you have I the... Think, I was going to say, ahead. I think for... I think because really, like I said, we have been pretty lax in how we enforce restrictions on this. I think the people that are on the back end of being restricted are the ones that are pretty stressed out still. 
me, I'm in the position of like, it is what it is. Like, I, I can't do anything about it. All I can do is take care of myself, take care of my husband, and take care of our dogs. That's it. If I listen to what's being told, then I'll be fine. Although, I will say, we did have the scare. We have the scare here. We're out of the two-week range. But uh, for people that tune in with Instagram and all, Brandon is an essential worker. He, he works um, for a company that is involved with providing supplies to grocery stores. And they had a situation where someone came to work sick. And come to find out, the person had what was going on with everything right now. And so they got sent home. But, I mean, that was super scary for us. I mean, you know, because Brandon, Brandon was exposed. Brandon it potentially exposed. I mean, we're two weeks out now, so we're assuming we're fine. Um, but, you know, for two weeks, we had to basically live with this uneasiness now. And it really came at a bad time because we were just getting past the initial two weeks of being comfortable with everything. You know, like I said, I've been, I've been in um, quarantine season with work for quite some time now for about a month. And so that first two mm-hmm. weeks I was on edge, I was freaking out, you know, like panicking, like what's going to happen? Like how, you know, what, what do I need to do here? Shut up, Allie. I know exactly what you're going to say. Oh man! I was getting past the point of feeling comfortable with everything or as comfortable as I could feel. And then everything with Brandon's job happened. And then here we are two weeks later, finally in the clear on, on, on knowing that we're okay. But I, I think because of the gradualness of everyone being put in a restricted mode, I think people have been going in these waves and fluxes of emotion. Like it hasn't been one consistency across the board where everybody is kind of like put on lockdown. Here's what it is. Let us feel this all out and then move on and then kind of just take it one day at a time. It's been coming in waves with companies doing different things and moving about this differently. So, you know, I think, the anxiety piece to this has been really perpetuated by the fact that not everyone's been on the same page from day one, if that makes sense. Like what's happened with my job is not what's happened with your job and vice versa. So, you know, (laughs) so I think, I think that's what part of what has really kind of driven this whole situation of feeling, um, and for not only us, but for our families as well. Um, so, Allie, what have you been doing with your quarantine free time, if that's what you want to call it? I mean, you know, you just kind of said that it hasn't really changed for you all that much until recently. Um, but up until recently, what have you been doing? So, I mean, I've been filling my free time with whatever it is I was filling my free time in with mm-hmm. before. Um, so, I mean... The important thing for me and and for Brian is to keep as much consistency Mm -hmm. as we can. Um, And for us, that is making sure that we're eating um, good food, making sure that we are doing research and ways that we can keep us in the best health Um, and exercising and trying to go on walks a few times. This This past week, we didn't do very well, but like in the past over the weekends, we've been trying to go on walks and stuff to get out of the apartment. Um, but you know, it's, it's for us, consistency is, it makes or breaks us mm-hmm. even without a pandemic. Like we're feeling our best when we're consistent and I've been working out, I've been eating well. Um, uh, like it's, 
that's pretty mm -hmm. much what I've been doing. And, you know, that since nothing has really changed, it's just been business um, as usual for you. Yeah. Which, yep. which is, is kind of frustrating. Um, because I feel like it makes us all more tired, um, as essential workers, um, because, you know, everyone else is at home and it just puts more stress mm -hmm. on us to have to show up to work. And it like the past month and month and a half has been the most tired and like emotionally mm -hmm. tired I've been. Um, and I know with Brian too, like it's just been harder and harder to wake up. Um, and uh, I've actually, well, um, I've been really focusing in a lot on like my faith and stuff. And that has honestly helped me so much with just calming my like anxiety mm -hmm. and stress. Because if you listen to our previous, like before episodes, when we were talking about like the beginning of like coronavirus and everything like that, like I was pretty panicked. Um, and it actually like soothes to you ended up being in, in my favor. No, like, hold on in my favor to have, bought like a million Lysol wipes and all of the cleaning supplies because we didn't, whenever there was like a mega drought for mm -hmm. like three weeks, like we mm -hmm. didn't need any of it. We, we, I mean, we still have plenty of stuff. Um, and I bought it all like on in like concentrated mm -hmm. forms. So we only mm -hmm. need a little bit mm -hmm. at a time. Um, so it is more of like an emotional, uh, release for me and like a perspective that like, this virus isn't, it's not bigger than God. And like, God has a plan, like, and we just have to like, just show up and be our best selves and be who he intended us to be. And like, it'll mm -hmm. all work out. So me stressing about the virus isn't going mm -hmm. to cure the virus, right? And it's the same thing my dad would tell me when I was little. He said, crying isn't going mm -hmm. to fix the problem. Crying is going to mm -hmm. make the problem worse. So Mm -hmm. You need to buck up and do go about like normal. Like you, it's completely out of your control. And this is the one time where I have actually been like, this isn't a, a thing for me to worry about. As long as I'm taking care of myself, Brian's taking care of himself, and we're taking care of like our little apartment, little home, that's the best we can do. And if we both get COVID-19, well, Cross I that mean, bridge when you get there. That was, yeah, Exactly. Um, and really letting that go has been uh, huge yeah. for me and is a, uh, giving me the ability to focus on other things, which is that consistency piece that, yeah, that we really need. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I've realized I have, I started out really good for the first two weeks. I will totally start this whole conversation and saying that. But around week three, mm -hmm. I kind of fell off the deep end a little bit. Granted, that's where we were having the scare. Um, and it really messed me up. Was it really? I don't think. I it think was it was like later week, than that. Weeks. Because it was like two weeks ago was your scare. And we've been like quarantined for like almost a so month probably and a half. around two weeks. Well, it was, let's see, it was definitely end of March is when we had this scare, and I probably got flipped to working, yeah, so it was about, like, three, two to three weeks in for me, because I probably got flipped 
working to home or working from home full time, probably mid March. I've been working from home for about a month now. Um, but around week three, it was, I fell off the deep end and that's, you know, that was totally my doing. I started to slack and wanting to do the workouts that I, you know, uh, could do because obviously my gym is closed right now and I don't have equipment and things and, you know, how to adapt as best as I could. Um, but I stopped going outside and I stopped getting fresh air for the week because I didn't want to want to do it. And, you know, on, on the reverse side, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to premise everything I'm about to say with, I'm not complaining. Okay. My situation that I've had is probably been the most optimal because, uh, things for, for us and for me have remained stable. So what I'm about to say is not complaining. It's just how I feel. Okay. So I'm, I'm just going to say that now because I know there's a lot of people that are going through way worse shit than I am, way worse shit than our family are. And my heart's with you right now. It really is. And from a genuine place, I mean that. Um, but for people that have been pulled up like I have for about a month now where, you know, I've been very intentional about not going to places if I don't need to go to them. Um, only in the absolute, like, there's no other solution for me to go out and do what I need to do or buy what I need to buy. Under no other circumstance have I gone out to go to the stores, go grocery shopping, whatever. I've done everything as much online as possible. So cutting myself off from getting any sort of fresh air or from moving my body in any way, that was a massive detriment. And I did not realize how impactful that was going to be until it hit me like a tidal wave the following week with how I was feeling because I realized and it finally hit me how alone (laughs) I was feeling. And that was kind of me shooting myself in the foot because I didn't get any sort of time outside. I didn't get any sort of interaction um, with people other than Brandon. And I actually, I kind of concerned Brandon a little bit because Brandon was like, like I, Brandon came home from work and I was crying while working and I was crying while, while working and he, he couldn't understand why. Um, because I was just, I was emotionally like sobbing at the table and he's like, what's going on? Like what, like what is going on? And I'm like, I just feel so alone right now. I feel so alone. And he's like, but I'm, I'm here with you. I'm, I'm coming home to you. I'm still here. Like I'm, I'm a team with you. And I like, I, and I said to him, I was like, I know that you're still here with me, but you're not here with me when you're at work. And for me, not talking to anyone else other than him and granted, I mean, like actually talking face to face to a person, like to be able to hug them and have like an interaction with them in some capacity that's very different than having a zoom call or having a text message exchange, like physical connection to not have that with anyone else for a dominating majority of my day. That was a lot. And it hit me like a wave, how sad I felt and how cut off I felt because I, I love going to work. I love seeing my coworkers. I love spending time with my friends and with my family. Like those connections, both physical and emotional connections, those are such a critical part of who I am. And for weeks, I was able to suppress 
the emotional impact that that was having on me because I was keeping in my routine. And then the third week came around and I got out of my routine and it just hit me like a truck. I mean, truly it was, it was very low for me. Um, and I told Brandon, I was like, I need to just get back into a routine. I was like, I don't know like what this looks like. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this because this is a lot of self-motivation, right? Like I've talked about on the podcast before how me having my gym routine was like, so great for me like it was so great for me it was so consistent for me I had social interaction with friends I had accountability partners with you know people that I saw at the gym like it was fantastic so being out of that and trying to establish a new normal without that level of accountability that physical level of accountability because you keep me accountable Allie you're just not here with me so that's that's still really hard for Mm -hmm. me to find that will that's been really hard Um, but after that, that experience, I needed to get back into something just for my sanity, just for my well-being. I needed to find something that brought me back to my, um, and, you know, interestingly enough, I have been working out with some folks over zoom, you know, it's, it's not anything that's been perfect. Is it my new normal workout? Absolutely not. But it's something that just helps my brain relax, helps me disconnect from a normal workday, helps me feel like I'm back into some kind of stability and normal routine like I was before all this happened. Um, so that's something that I realized very quickly that I needed to get back in, in focus and, and to really commit to it because that's what it comes down to. Like I can make up every excuse in the book and, and, and ultimately those excuses are not going to help me get to where I want to be or help me to stay focused on what I need to stay focused on. It's the commitment piece to it. And I've always struggled with that. Um, but I realized it. I don't think it's like a self-motivation thing. 100%. It's a and discipline. I'm not even going to take away from that. And it's absolutely discipline. No, no, no. Just in. Yeah. And I get where you're at because I used to be that, which is why I thought I needed a gym, but it's oh, the yeah. community mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. that is huge, right? And whether it is virtual and mm-hmm. whether it is, mm-hmm. like, in person, it doesn't matter. You know, I have my community of girls that are like, hey, are you working out today? Like, want to work out together via Zoom? And I'm like, cool, yeah, that's fine. But I've developed enough discipline yes. and enough of, like, a mm-hmm. routine that I just do it. I might not want to do it. Like, I think it was two days ago where I'm like, I would rather – just lay here and pretend that I did my workout. But I'm like, no, like you, the thing is, is like people, people focus on what they feel right now, not what they want to feel next week, not what they want to feel in a few months. Right. So you're making the person who you want to be. That makes sense. In like two months, you're developing that person. And if you're going to like fuck around and you're going to like, bullshit your way for two months like and then you look back and you're gonna be like hard on yourself and it's just like uh, where was this person who was hard on themselves and by hard I mean like not like you suck or you're a terrible person but it's just like what have you been doing all this time 100% and I you know what I'm saying that in terms of our friendship I will own the fact that there are things especially when it comes to weight loss and working out that you are far better at in terms of discipline than I am 
Oh, no, no. I'm not trying to, like, say, like, oh, no, I'm no, just no, saying, no. like, in general, like, people just no, lack discipline. No, but it's absolutely discipline. relatable to, like, what I'm saying and, and to us, too, because that's a, that's a huge strength of yours. Like, that is a strength of yours. You are able to push through something even though you don't want to do it. And don't get me wrong, I've come a long way with it. I've come a substantially long way with it. But all it takes is one thing to throw me off. That's why, that's why, that's why when I used to go to the gym and I would work out, I mean, cause you've seen it, you've, you've, you've been with me long enough to have seen it. Yeah. I would work out consistently. I would go every single day, all this different stuff. And then there would be like one week where I would just feel so tired or so exhausted and I would just not do it. And that was like the derailment moment for me. That was it. And I would start... I was going to say, I would go ahead. Sorry. Continue after that derailment moment, but it wouldn't be to the level that it was initially. Like it just wouldn't be, it would, it would be a lesser version of, of my initial commitment to whatever it is that I was trying to do. So a lot of people have that problem because they go all in, um, for the first few weeks and they go balls to the wall and they don't understand that in order to go balls to the wall, like you have yes. to gradually get there. And and they go from zero to 100. They're and then in a out. week, they're like, why yeah. am I so mm-hmm. sore? Yeah. And it's just like, well, you thought you could do all this stuff and you've never even mm-hmm. set foot in a gym. Or like, you've never – like, you have to gradually go mm-hmm. uphill for you to see, like, progress. true yeah. Yeah. progress. Because your first week, for example, mm-hmm. like in CrossFit, everything mm-hmm. goes super well because it's like – you're learning new stuff and you feel really accomplished and, you know, your weights are going to go up mm-hmm. insanely quick because once you get the technique, which if it's a good CrossFit gym, they should be teaching you technique your first few times, first mm-hmm. few probably month or so that you go, um, mm-hmm. your numbers are going to skyrocket, right? And you're going to be learning and learning and learning yep. and then you're going to hit a plateau yep. and that's where a lot of people stop, you know, going mm-hmm. because they're like, I'm not seeing progress. I suck. And it's just like, well, what did you expect? Like you start from zero and you go to like 20. That's a major, you know, it's like the same thing when you're lifting weights. If you're going from like your 50% mm-hmm. to like your 80%, that's yeah. like a pretty big jump, right? Yeah. But it's like, a, it's a manageable jump. But if you're going from like your 80% mm-hmm. to your like one rep max, those numbers yep. start to get yep. super tight. The, they're very, they're small right? incremental gains at that point. It's not like you're seeing massive progress right. once you've been in the game for a while. Yeah, that's understandable. Right. right. You wouldn't you wouldn't jump from your 80 to your uh, one rep max yeah. without like gradually increasing yeah, right. in between those. Unless you're trying to pass your one rep max. Unless <laughs> you're trying to pass your one rep max. Sorry, the peanut gallery decided to – no, he's correct though, but yeah. Unless you're trying to surpass it, which in most cases, if you're shooting to do your one rep max, you're right. probably right. trying to go past your current one rep max. But it's the same thing when you're trying to like develop a new habit, right? You're trying mm-hmm. to like eat better, do exercise, sleep better, drink all your water and like, you know, do all these things. Yeah. You can't do yeah. all of it at the same time. You, there's no way because once you mess up by not eating a good meal, you're like, I'm, I'm a loser. Once you don't hit your water goal one day, I'm a loser. Once you don't sleep for eight hours, which if you can sleep eight hours, bless, yeah, you de- you're like, derail yourself. You have to mm-hmm. do – exactly. You have to do one or two things, stick to those for 30 days, yeah. and then add something else. 
it everything is gradual Mm -hmm. everything good takes time and all you guys have right now yeah and actually i've been seeing i this is a perfect perfect uh talking point because i've been seeing and and i guess it never i guess it never dawned on me like it never dawned on me um how true this was but it was like and and here's the thing i'm gonna say this everybody's situation is different so if this doesn't apply to you like it's okay like i'm not being judgmental of you it's just my thoughts so there is a a post or something that was put put out there and i really it really responded with me because it was like, if you're not coming out of this time with building your business or you're not coming out of this time with developing a new skill set or getting things organized for yourself, getting your financials in alignment, all this different stuff, it's not a matter of you lacking time. It's a matter of you lacking discipline. And I said that, you know, I'm not trying to be insensitive to everybody's situation because I don't want people to feel like we're under the belief that you have to be developing something during this time. People are feeling their feelings differently. So if you were in the space of like, you're just trying to take it one day at a time, like by all means, just take it one day at a time. I'm not judging you if you're not working on yourself or doing anything else, you know, to develop yourself. People have to tackle this issue in a matter that serves them best. But in the case of me, when I read that, that was a big sticking point because I, outside of really focusing in on a routine for myself back in with my fitness and things like that, I have really, really been diving into working on stuff for the business. And it has been so awesome. Like it's been so, so freaking awesome. And one thing that I've been very proud of is that I have been showing up consistently for it um, with my posting, with my customer service, with and this is not me blowing smoke out of my ass, so I'm, I'm sorry, but this is just how I feel about the progress that I've made. I've been really showing up for it, and the results are starting to show. And, and that's a huge win. Like, that's a huge win because, you know, I was putting in a lot of work for before all of this happened, a lot. But this opportunity, this time has let me take a step back to see and evaluate what was I doing that was really right. That was really hitting for my business for what was I doing that was really helping me establish a brand? Because that's something that I didn't have before this. Like that's that's something that I had envisioned that I had. But when it when the rubber met the road, I really did it. So I've really leaned in this opportunity as taking a step back and, and being able to develop the ideas that I have in my mind. And being able to act on them in a disciplined manner. And, you know, that's been a huge win. Because, again, like, I'm my own detriment sometimes. And I'll be the first to admit it. But it's not a matter of I lack commitment. Because when I am all in on something, I am. It's a matter of I lack discipline. The second that something gets hard is when I get derailed a lot of the time. And that's where my commitment lacks. So I think it's it also stems from your, like, like in it like not an ability to deal with conflicts but like mm-hmm. you're not a very confrontational person and when you hit that point yep. of hard again it becomes a confrontation yep. of you and you again and you just I've, don't I've gotten it. very a lot but, better at that but I totally agree I totally yes 100% agree. I will say and, and what I've realized with Brandon 
Brandon is my support. He is my biggest champion and cheerleader. Like he is everything for me. But I've realized over, especially the last two years, that I use him as a crutch too much. Like I just do. And so for me, you know, at the start of the year, I had to come to terms with that. Like I had to come to terms with, I'm not going to get to the goals that I've set for myself, whether it be fitness, whether it be business, whether it be my actual job. Like I'm not going to get there if I don't find the will within myself just to do the things that I need to do to be successful for myself. I can't blame Brandon when things get hard and I get derailed. That's not on him. That's on me. So it's been a lot of progress, a lot of progress. And thankfully this time has been allowed me, you know, allowed me to self-reflect and see what's actually working and hitting, Um, you know, and, and that's been a huge positive for me because I don't think I would be tackling the things that I have been tackling if I didn't have the time to take a step back and actually see what, what was and wasn't working, what I was, what I was showing up for or not showing up for. Yeah. I mean, I think you're, you're, what you're doing with your business is amazing. Like you're really like diving into it, but if you, if you put half of that discipline into yourself like in the other areas that you want to accomplish like it would be yeah yeah you blow that shit and i i agree i agree um you could and and like you're Mm -hmm. proving it to yourself that you can do it because you're doing it with your business but again like Mm -hmm. for me everything stems from like am i happy like am i happy with what i'm doing and a lot of that stems yeah. from how I feel about the way mm-hmm. I look and how right. I feel within, like, my own body. And honestly, like, I'm in – I don't want to no, say like, I'm can, in a really good headspace. I mean, I'm in a good headspace right now. Um, and, uh, again, like, we talk about weight loss all the freaking time. And it's really not about weight cool. loss unless that is your, your goal – Um, but I was listening or doing my workout today and she was, our trainer was talking about how like small deposits, right. And I I feel like I always say this small deposits, Mm -hmm. daily deposits lead to big Mm -hmm. change without you even noticing. Right. And like, it's all in your control. And, you know, I've been doing my workouts every single day. You know, if I, if I have a rest day, like, you know, but it's probably almost every day. And I weighed myself. I think you texted me yesterday. yesterday or two days ago. And I, yeah, well, I'm at the Which lightest is weight I've been in like two years. And, and again, like I'm not, I don't the end all hold the scale all. Mm-hmm. as like the holy grail, but it definitely points mm-hmm. me. It tells me that I'm, point, I'm going in the right direction. And yeah. I just like feel so much better. So I'm, I feel like I'm able to give to other people yeah. in a way that's actually beneficial. Um, so I've just, I've been just laser focused on my business, on myself, on, on everything that's like good and things that and, actually and make honestly, me happy. That, you know, that for me is the most important thing that we could possibly say in this experience right now we really have to be intentional right now more than ever in finding joy and remembering the things that make us happy and kind of going off of the whole like punishment vibe right for a second um i 
like relapsed, like majorly relapsed with my diet. Like I'm not even going to try and candy coat it. Everything in the kitchen sink I ate. And that's, it is what it was. And I texted a coworker of mine that I know is kind of in a similar boat as me. And I told her, I was like, this is what happened. And she was like, honestly, Natalie, like just, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, she's like, I'm not encouraging you to look to food for comfort. Like that's not what I'm saying. But at the same time, I'm also not saying for you to punish yourself for things that bring you joy. She's like, we just need to do the things that remind us to be happy. If you wanted to eat ice cream because it's what you enjoy, eat ice cream. That's fine. You know, it's giving you comfort right now. It's what's reminding you to be happy in the, in the present moment. And, you know, uh, well, I know you have. So I have a problem saying, with that. Use food as a comfort. But no, it's just it's it, it's. I don't care what, how it is that you, that you find comfort or what, like what, you know, how you're feeling and how you do it, but Mm -hmm. you need to identify Mm -hmm. the triggers Mm -hmm. and you need to identify that unhealthy relationship. And by her saying that, I mean, it's great advice. Like feel what you feel. That is the advice, but do not turn to that negative because the triggers are going to be there and how you respond to that can't be the same because then you're not and, and fixing the totally problem. Totally agree with you 100%. Do you know what I'm saying? Not even going to negate that one because that is a very fair and valid statement. There, There is a reason underlying of some sort. Thankfully, it doesn't happen a lot. It just happened in that moment. Um, but absolutely, if there's something underlying there, that needs to be addressed wholeheartedly. But the main point of it was just to do exactly that. Find the things that remind us of our happiness and that bring us genuine joy right now. You know, it is a very complicated time. It is a time where there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of things that are making us feel things that we probably haven't felt before because anxiety is not something that everyone has to deal with. And, you know, that's a very new territory for a person to deal with if they haven't had to go through that before, go through dealing with excessive fear and all these things that a lot of us are feeling. But out of all of that, we just need to remember that this is temporary, that this too shall pass. As tacky and cheesy as it sounds, this will pass. And if we can keep finding the little snippets of joy that really fulfill us, that really remind us and stabilize us in this time, we are going to get through this in some form or fashion. Like it will happen. Amen. Sister. Yes snaps for Natalie no I agree we have to just find things that I don't want to say distract us but that really allow us to switch our mindset you know if you're feeling a little uneasy if you're feeling cabin fever if you're feeling overwhelmed if you're feeling just anxious Mm -hmm. like change your environment go outside if you can if you have a pool why aren't you in the pool if you have a huge backyard that needs like pruning or or whatever like go out there and freaking learn how to garden like or cut your grass like it's these like mundane tasks that are really going to like help you um and that's really all we can do you know if you are really quarantined in your house like try and find projects in your house that need to get done that you've been avoiding for three years like right now is the time to do it if you are financially able you know, if you, if you are not financially able and you are really, you know, struggling right now, like I, I pray that you, um, this ends some and comfort. that you find, um, yeah, some comfort, yeah. some, yeah. 
some just help, you know? Um, but if you are able to, to move your body and you have the equipment, or even Mm -hmm. if you don't have the equipment, like get out and just start running, you know, like even if you walk for 30 minutes, walk your dog, walk with your kid, Mm -hmm. you know, like they could probably use the fresh air too. Like, and I don't want to say it because, well, I'm just going to say it. Stop making excuses and letting yourself feel negatively. Everybody has the power to change their mood. Everybody has the power to control how they yep. feel and how they let themselves feel. There are some times where you're just like crying, crying, crying. Girl, feel it and like try to yep. move from it. Yep. Right? Try try to move your body a little bit. But um, thanks so much for listening today, guys. We hope that this was just like a girl talk, real talk, bitch session um, for you. And we hope that our episodes are helping you get through this. Um, let us know if you want to hear anything in particular or, you know, if you have a topic that you want us to discuss or you want to maybe come on the podcast and discuss with us. We'd be open to that, too. Um, these are weird times and we're a weird podcast. So we'll look at my hair. What is it? It looks like a foot. Looks like a tree it looks branch. like a weird foot's coming out of my head. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. You see guys like we're real. Like just, if you want to come on here and you want to talk about grass, I would love to learn about grass or how to like use mushrooms as potting soil. Yeah. Like whatever it is that you want to talk about, we're open to, um, message us rate review do the whole thing we release episodes every tuesday at 5 a.m through um spotify and apple podcasts we are so happy that you're here with us and we hope that you are surviving this and thriving through this quarantine um we love you guys bye talk to you guys next week